Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season 3, Episode 6, presented by Primal X Hockey and part of the 5 in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Kat Hunter. And if you're on the YouTube version, you see in the bottom right here in the corner, we do have a guest with us today. But if you're not on the YouTube version, and if you're listening to the actual podcast, Hopefully you saw it on Twitter. We made the announcement late, uh, earlier today because we are dropping this episode tonight. So if you are listening to it on Sunday, thank you for tuning in on a late Sunday Good evening, night. But, everybody. <laughs> but we have an amazing guest today, way overdue of not having this guy on a lot oh sooner. Gosh. But it's about time we had this man on. We had his co-host on for the inaugural episode of the Surge Cast way back when. This was before Cat and I existed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you were yeah, you guys weren't even a twinkle in the podcast eye of being on the show, but we are excited to have Ray from the Storm Cellar joining us tonight. Ray, how are you doing, brother? I'm great, thanks. I'm gonna raise my glass for you all. <laughs> thanks for having me along. You step out of the storm cellar and you come to these fancy fangled locations. And I gotta say, <laughs> it's very nice what you've done around the place. I mean, the storm cellar is you know, it's a storm cellar, right? But cheers <laughs> to you all, and thanks thank for you. having me more. Here we go. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's we we try we try to make the place. You know, we spruce up. You know, season three, we got to make it look a little bit nicer here. That's you know, right. when you're on up. Well, with so many people listening, my goodness, and congrats on that too. By the way, you guys have a huge oh. audience, and it's great. So, um, thank so you. congrats yeah. on that. You're doing a great work. No, thank you. It, it's crazy where we're at, too. It's just, you know, not even like what April, we're at 3,000. Now we're at 6,700. It's it's crazy. But, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at without everyone tuning in and listening and giving us feedback and just enjoying the show. So, I mean, everyone but loved also, the Dale Yeah, also, also thank you to all the, all the guests. Like, I yeah. mean, guests like you, Ray, guests like we got we got Mike, we've got Dan, we've got our, our friends, the Duck Boy. Like, it just ranges. So we love having all the different characters and voices. I mean, we can't, I mean we, can't, we, can't, we can't forget Walt Roth and Wade Minter. And, of course, yeah, like you said, Gally. Yeah, we do a range. You're, you're keeping good company, Ray. Uh, that's yes. exactly why I was yeah. so desperate to get on with you guys. Because I wanted <laughs> to rub shoulders with all of these amazing <laughs> guests and stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, Brad and I do not too bad for our guests as well. But our show is very uh, Caniac-centric, right? Like, we look at the Canes fans. We like to put them in the spotlight and stuff. You guys cover all the gambits, right? So it's nice to be a part of this. Um, I mean, you know rubbing elbows with Menescalco and, and Minter. I mean, I'm telling you, it feels like, uh, it feels like uh, in the in crowd for the first time in my <laughs> life. I have never been the in crowd and now I'm here. Oh, so uh, you're, you're giving us way too much. You're, you're giving us way too much. I mean, we're just three people talking about, you know, one of the most fun teams in all of sports, but God you know, me. Trust us, no. we were just as like when Dan was talking in the last one when he was just like, Oh yeah, we appreciate what you like all of his pra- we talked afterwards and Zach was just like, 
oh my gosh, it felt so good to hear that. Like, we just didn't expect that because we mm-hmm. do, like, we just sit here and we, you know, we shoot the breeze, we rant, we talk we sports and we, it, like, we, we have fun doing it. Like, it, it we talk with other really. fans and then you're like, someone from the actual team is like, agrees to talk with you and you're like, oh my gosh, this person's like an expert in what they do. And it's really like interesting to talk with them. And you're just like, I mean, it just speaks to the character of the Canes because like Dan said, how they, they talk about the community of the, Canes fans that they try to inspire and the people that you know work with the Canes are also a part of that and they're just so most of they're all they're all just they're humble but they're also like so full of knowledge and they're just so welcoming and to have somebody like that, that who leads that kind of team just sit here and like not only sit this praise on us but sit here there sit here and say we see you and what you're doing and this is really awesome. Keep it up is just so, so, so cool to me. Yeah, it really, uh, it, it pumps the tires, doesn't it? I was so <laughs> desperate. I tried desperately when, when, the, when the Canes made the trip here to Calgary, we did a round, uh, I was able to host a round table at a little restaurant before the game with some, some Caniacs that were making the travels and uh, it was great. And I tried desperately to get uh, to get Mike and Trip, and got kind of blown off, and understandably so. Like when a they're busy uh, guys just comes out of Nona. Yeah, they're busy, right? So I'm hoping, I'm hoping we, you know, with uh, us getting a chance to get in with uh, with Mr. Salteri, and and uh, hoping that we can find our way to to Mr. Meniscalco and, and get, uh, give me the chance to interview him because uh, that would be a blast. It would be a lot of oh, fun. Oh, he, he, I mean, he has heard the show. Yeah. it's. I will say when I, when I first hooked him up on the show, Zach over here went a little, like you could see the stars popping out of his eyes. It was. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard <laughs> not to go fanboy, right? Like when it, I it, it was, Francis, yeah. I don't yeah, remember we, a word that I said to him. Uh, my yeah. wife told me that I didn't make a fool of myself, uh, which it I was, was thankful of. But it's hard, right? It, it really was, yeah. Just just having him on not once but twice, and the second time was just a complete surprise. Like, I even surprised both of them. And I'm like, yeah, Mike, if you can come on, great. And he's like, sure, no problem. They didn't know about it. They thought we were just having a normal episode. He pops up, and it's like he was like, oh, "Make sure you're on time," which is not normal for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, know. "I feel threatened." As you can and see, I don't know why. I was I, I I had stayed late at work for something, and I'm texting Zach. I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a few minutes late," and he was like, "Curtis, you need to hurry it up." I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't speed through Colorado. They're putting <laughs> lights up. Put the hammer down. Put the hammer down." <laughs> luckily, luckily, it worked out to where like they still beat him on the show by like a couple minutes. So it kind of worked out perfectly but yeah it was, but yeah no i mean and of course you know we got some we have a laundry list of people we still want to get on to and i know we're kind of you know waiting to reach out to some and you know get some episode debuts with and you know bringing some people back we got a real i'm really excited for an episode we got coming up soon is uh we're gonna do a full roster draft for the hurricane so it's us three and bailey's dad coming on and we're doing a full Four, four, like you know, all the lines for the forwards, defense, two goalies, and head coaches. And Full we're gonna, 22, 23 man roster with with a head coach, and we're talking, but it's all Hurricanes, no Whalers. It's all it's a whole Hurricanes full roster draft. 
So okay. this is going to be. <laughs> you know, when you say no whalers, that that hurts my heart a little bit. But uh, I do understand. Hurt my dad years. too. I know, yeah. but but I mean, there but there were some whalers that did play for the Hurricanes, so they will they they do count. They'll get on. I mean, they'll get on. The, they'll get on. I we're just trying to make it. It's because we can go full board and just pick like you know like guys that are just like. You make go the, all make the, the way back. But look, at, after 25 years, and it'll be 26 coming up this season, obviously. So after 26 years, you have more than enough choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you're not I, – I, I'm willing to bet that all of the teams will be picked before someone's forced to take on Ricochicone, right? And yeah, something yeah, or, or like or like Martin Furk with his one game with the Canes. Yeah, yeah, so exactly like, right. So you'll yeah, have a, you'll have a great lineup, no question. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just who's going to be the first overall, and when is Jacob Slavin going? Yeah. <laughs> first, it, probably, it, but yeah, <laughs> if someone if someone gets that pick, I'm not. I, I will say all that's the one thing all four of us will have in common. We all have Slavin jerseys. My dad's a he would fight not you, Kat, but maybe you, Zach, for that next spot down on that slave list. So, so, it, sounds, so it sounds like uh, it. Sounds, sounds like sounds like hands are gonna have to be thrown, or we can just actually we'll have a drink off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring out the IPAs. I'm right. Slavin wouldn't approve. IPAs. Y'all. No, we're no, we're going full whiskey. We're going full whiskey. This is whiskey. Oh, off. yeah. Whiskey off. Off. Okay. I'll I'll send you the Japanese uh whiskey that I'm enjoying. Please right send me the name of it. I'm interested. Nikan coffee malt. Nikan coffee malt. Okay. It's does it, it's not a coffee flavor. The coffee is part of the uh you know, process like how they make right. it and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. It's just a whole different process. Everyone thinks coffee, but there is none. So, but <laughs> this is I'm 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 dragging us down a different road. We've got business to take care of. <laughs> That's fine. I, 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 it, we we go down all roads all the time. <laughs> yeah, our maps yeah, are yeah. intricate. We know yeah. the back roads, the side roads, and the ones that aren't even roads. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Go. Going down the dirt path, hit some mud holes. We'll, we'll get there. I was gonna say, off-roading is our specialty anyway. Nice. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> That's it's right. Not like, yeah, I mean, and honestly, too, like outside of, you know, a couple of signings that happened over the past week, I mean, me and Bailey did talk about it. Obviously, we saw the get Cat's reaction to it, too. But outside of, like, Sebastian Ajo's extension, there has really been a lot of news. So this is kind of more of like a more chill type episodes. We are, you know, we're in cat. We are, we are, we're in cat. We are going to get your opinions on on the AHA extension because you know we have you haven't been able to put on the podcast yet. We want to hear about it. Uh, got some, you know, arcane stats and figures. You know, why not? We we enjoy the stats. We like deep diving into certain numbers and stuff like that. Just seeing comparisons around the league and all that good stuff. Um, obviously, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors too because they're just great. This is episode 85, officially, of the show. Um, And then we might have a couple trivia questions later on in the episode. So Uh I'm I'm really really excited for this. But we we, we tackled off the rip, you know, what we're going to talk about first. And obviously, you know, if everyone heard the last episode that me and Bailey did, which was probably our shortest episode ever of the Surge cast. I'm not 100% on that. But it was pretty short. Maybe but. since you've brought me on as a host, probably, yeah. Because because I think I might have did. I probably did like 
shorter episodes back in the day of like season one, yeah. <laughs> which feels like which feels like an eternity ago, even though this is ago. even though it was like last year, but it feels <laughs> so much longer ago. But that's what happens when you start a podcast halfway through a season. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But so Ray, I'm going to ask you first. So Sebastian Ajo signed his deal on Wednesday. Most lucrative contract in the franchise history. This, like, this, I think he's gonna have like 123 million dollars for career earnings when it's all said and done. He's gonna be 34, if my math is correct, 34, 35 by the time that contract's up. Like, what were your thoughts overall when you saw the news drop on Wednesday from the Canes? Uh, complete and utter jubilation. If uh, any of your listeners have heard the storm seller, they know what I think of Sebastian. I refer to him and give him the greatest praise that I could possibly give him. He is. I remember I I will verify this. When I was on the storm seller for my episode, we talked about his name being up in the rafters someday. Uh, These are some serious Aho lovers. Ron Ron Francis 2.0. That's what I call him. That is every aspect of his game. He does, he, he may not get through his career with as many assists as Francis did uh, second most in the NHL history. Um, but that wasn't Francis's only strengths. He was put on every aspect of the game. You know, he did power play. He did shorthand it. He was a 200 foot player through and through. He was a leader, uh, and that is just everything you see in Aho, his competitive nature. Um, the You see him work and hustle. There are so many things that he does away from score sheet stats that I see and admire greatly. It's everything that you want in a player. Um, I, I am hopeful he'll become the captain at some point. There are a great many players on this team who could step into that role ahead of him, and it wouldn't affect anything because he still leads the same way, leads by example. Um, It was amazing, and they got him for much cheaper than I thought he would get. $78 is a lot of dough, a lot of dough. But And that it worked out to just under $10 million. Mm-hmm. I did not expect him to be able to be signed for anything short of 12, to be perfectly Oof. honest. And, and, and to me, that's, I, I would not blink at a $12 million deal for him. I wouldn't even blink at it because he's worth every penny. I actually think that he may have put his personal monetary gains aspects aside to allow freed up room for the signings that are to come to let the team like he, he actually, in my opinion, gave the team a bit of a home team bonus. He didn't, oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't take a haircut. Certainly. Well, yeah. Cause you think about it too. One of the guys that we've got to resign this upcoming season is somebody you, who he has the arguably the most chemistry with in Seth Jarvis. Yeah. So, and that's um, with well, the, with the ceiling that that guy has. 
coming well, up in his career. The Terravine well, fans might be after you now, Bailey. I see. I don't know though. Here, well, here's the thing though. Uh, if you, if anyone's listened to the last King uh, Kane's cast with uh, Mike and Shane, they said that the next guy who should get that next contract extension because of longevity wise has to be Jacob Slavin. So that's another huge name that I think is going to have to come off the board first. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's, all it's, y'all it's, running around celebrating the Ajo signings is going to be me next year. Jacob Slavin. Screaming in the streets of Raleigh. Oh, oh same. I mean, I, I mean, Jacob Slavin's my guy, but it's just like, that's I'll be the screaming next... in the streets of Colorado Springs. Fans will get tired of me. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that, that Shane was talking about was the fact that if you're talking, because it's two different contracts you're looking at, you know, a guy who's coming off his ELC and a guy who you who is ten who has that here's the guy you need to sign for a long term extension of five, six, seven years. That's the difference that you see with what Slavin's contract's gonna be compared to an ELC or possible, you know, a possible bridge or a three year or four year deal with Seth Jarvis. It's just they're in a different uh, areas of their careers where one we'll have more precedent because of the fact of where they're at. So I, I definitely, Seth is definitely going to get a long-term contract, but I think in terms of long contract, like Aho, Slavin's going to be that guy. Um, I do want to bring in more contract stuff afterwards because I saw some takes about Aho's contract from other fan bases. We'll say that for a little bit afterwards. Cool. Uh, Kat, what, what was your thoughts when you saw that? News I'm really excited. I'm I know everyone was pacing and being like very much like, okay, where's the Aho one? Because they've been talking about it for a while. Like what Ellen kept saying, okay, we've got it. And then just like it kept not coming. Like you thought that was going to be the first thing announced because it was it was, it was it was like the worst kept secret. Like you know a deal was going to get done. It's just no, when it, was it going to get so announced I, and how much I it may, was going to be for. I maintain that they kept it till his birthday on purpose. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to be on his birthday. Mm-hmm. He was like, Which, if I'm going to take a little less money, I want it on my birthday. And, and, and the purple caniac, she she called it. She manifested it. She says, "Watch him do it on his birthday," and look what happened. Yeah. What a fantastic so, way to do it too, and and t- team that up with the uh, social media team that is all stars uh, in Carolina. Like the way that that gift card did <laughs> so was we talked about uh, what is it? Was... Chef's kiss, right? Like that so is amazing. Good. Don't spend, awesome. it all, don't spend it all in one place. That's, we appreciate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their post about it was great. So I guess, like, I mean, obviously I'm excited. I'm I'm so happy, like, Ajo's here and here for long term. Um, I guess I was just, in terms of announcements to me at that point, I was also a little underwhelmed just because it wasn't, like, a surprise. Like, I knew it was happening. Right. So I guess maybe the, the number – was a little different like surprising to some people or like they were like maybe it's not enough maybe it's like more than we thought i just do i'm still i'm still waiting to see what we do with our defense that's what i'm waiting for so like the aho deal it's great i love it for our fandom but because it had been kind of said that it was guaranteed for a while i was right. just that that's not the news i'm waiting on it right like you knew it was coming so yeah, yeah. You know, Not like that said, I speak French, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I, but like, I get what you're saying, though, too, right? Is the fact that you saw, like, and a lot of people are saying for the fact that the Kings got it under 10 million was a huge win for the team because, like you said, 
It could have been between unless they're the New Jersey Devils, and then they think it's a, they have something oh, to say about this. Don't, don't worry, we'll get we'll get to that. But I mean, for I, I was thinking like ten and a half to eleven and a half would probably be the deal. Maybe twelve. Like you said, it possibly could have been twelve. And Shane and Mike put it perfectly. It's like Sebastian wanted to stay here. He loves the area. He loves the team, and he wanted to help the team out, be flexible. And you think about it too, the cap's only going to go up from here. So you think about what, two, three, four seasons down the road, his contract's going to look magnificent to the fact that you can still go and sign other guys and make the window even longer because you're at the Toronto Maple Leafs and signing four guys to $40 million of the cap and you're kind of playing, you know, I don't know what they're, what they're trying to play in terms of like cap circumvention like Houdini acts, what they're what they're doing out there, but at least in Carolina, it's going to make sure it works, and that's the good thing about it, is the fact that you got a contract that's like possible because we, as me and Bailey talked about it, he's making like eight point something million now. He's only going up. He's only going up an extra like a mil and a half, and his like percentage of the cap hit is going from like ten point something to eleven. So it's not like he's going like a super huge like from like seven percent to fifteen percent of the cap. Yeah. Like he, he's like it's it's a it's a very small margin. It's not like a huge jump like we see with some players who are going from like three million to like nine or ten million dollars. So it's not really a bad number if you look at it overall. It's just a little bit more of an increase, but it gives you more flexibility, like you said, long term with all the other guys we had to go sign later on down the road. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, the, and the continuity the continuity we now have. Uh, let's see, we've got KK, we've got uh, Svetch, we've got Aho, all signed to these amazing long-term deals. Mm-hmm. They are so young. I mean, you, you've got them extended through their prime. Mm-hmm. And as you pointed, with the, with the cap going to be going up every year as we continue on, it's going to, like the years to come for... Waddell are going to be much much easier. Yeah, when they, right to to be able to get those players that we were after we were after. Yeah, well, and, and they got like Piotr's for your contract kicks in this upcoming season, and then you you still got a couple more years on on uh, Nietzsche. Jordan just got his four year his new four year contract yeah. kicks in this year too. So I mean, you got guys that are signed for a good either. A good four years or get eight years from now. So I mean, there's still some good contracts, and they just got Jesper Foss back too for a really good deal. I expect at some part Marnuk's going to get his, maybe Jalen Chatfield. Obviously, we're waiting for Slavin to see you know what that contract's going to look like. And I mean, who knows? Maybe if Bunting and Orlov do really good here, maybe possibly see some contract extension with those guys because we got uh, Bunting for four years. So I mean, he's going to be here for a good bit too, and Orlov's for a couple. So I mean. There's a lot of flexibility with this team. So you brought up a name, and I'm going to throw everyone a curveball. We didn't discuss this before we got the things rolling, but because you brought up Chatfield's name, mm-hmm. it really makes me want to shine a light on uh, the defense and Cat. You know, we're we're worried about Slavin and stuff, but Chatfield, how much is he going to be able to make? And what does the signing of TDA or TA, because there is no D, um, what, where does he fit in and how does that change the parameters of signing the defense that we have grown to love so much See, 
we, we've got. You're worried about Chatfield. You're worried about Chatfield. I'm sitting over here like, I just want to know what's going on with Pesci. I just want to know. I need to know. So what to know was it right that now. I saw? I, I saw a rumor, something in the rumor mill pop up saying that both Calgary and Seattle have expressed interest in trades for Brett Pesci. Yeah, I've, I've saw. Yeah. I've seen that too. And I mean, oh, and, I haven't, but I'm not surprised. Well, and I, I, I bring up the Canes cast a lot because it's a really. I mean, if you're not listening to them at this point, I don't know what you're doing. But they brought up a great point too of like the fact of like the roster as it is, because the fact of like how big of a roster you can bring in, even guys who are dressed compared to who aren't. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hurricanes roll into the season with eight defensemen. And you just have you have more flexibility and stuff like that in terms of figuring you know giving some guys you know playing time and not figuring stuff out. I would like I don't think it's a great idea to go to eight, but it's a possibility the Canes might go with eight defense and just have like one extra forward because you can have up to twenty three guys. So well, it, is, it is Cinco, possible. Now that Tarasenko isn't part of the mix anymore for us, like what we're still in the talks for Carlson, but I'm I. Like why you have you've Carl's got T, you've now got Tony so you've got the other I'm pretty sure the signing of Tony D'Angelo through those Carlson talks yeah. out so like who yeah, else are who else are out. we going for I mean unless it's like someone completely not on any like there's been no talks and there's been nothing on the radar but I just don't I don't want to give away a very solid defense that. You yeah. know, people say, you know, Pesci had a, he had a little step back last year. Maybe he's not our most offensive defender. Don't get me started on that. He's not enough coffee today. Yeah. Um, but he but he empowers yeah. Shea to be able to play as well as Shea has been playing. It's been the year of Shea because his partner covers him so well. So I, I just yeah, I don't like the idea of trying to fix something that's not broken. That's always my thought. I yeah, thought, if anything, our broken part was – a forward, maybe bring a, a new forward in the mix. And now you've got bunting. Now you've got like, let those guys try. You got Orlov. You got a little different back there. But why do you yeah, need to switch up everything when you've already talked about like we like our group and we're so close? Like you just need one, one cog and a few less injuries. And I think yeah, because yeah, because right now on cap friendly, the Hurricanes are currently uh, with eight hundred and forty-five thousand dollars left in cap space. Yeah. Roster size is at 23. They do have 39 of 50 guys signed. And of course, you know, Svetch is still technically injured. So, I mean, you're looking at a forward, yeah, the forward core right now going in. We got 12 forwards at 36.6 million. You got do we Ajo, have money Terabiner. to bring Svetch back. He's not on LTIR, so that doesn't really do anything. Oh, he's not? No. Okay, good. Not yet. Um, Ajo, Terra Vina, Bunting. Uh, they also got um, Nietzsche, you know, Jordo, Faust, Martinuk, Jury, Jarvis, Lemieux, and Nason. So, I mean, see, it's. Oh, speaking of Nason, uh, brand new. Congratulations brand new child. to the Nason. Yes, yes. yes. congratulations. Being a, did being anyone a else forget he was expecting a child? Because I did. <laughs> Uh, did, I didn't either, but being a dad, best job you'll ever uh, have. Travis, Travis, no. Tra- Travis, yeah. no, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. And then looking at yeah, looking at defense, you got Orlov, Slavin, Burns, Shea, Pesci, D'Angelo, Coglin, and Sheffield. At eight defense at thirty point eight million dollars, and then of course you got your goalies at six point nine. 
with Anderson, Kuchekov, and Ranta. And then, of course, you got Svech that's still technically on the injured reserve with his 7.75. So, I mean. I mean, we do defense better than pretty much anyone in the league. So, if that's where we want to bulk up and maybe our defense will win us the games, sure. Let's try I, it. I, I'm, I'm guessing flexibility and giving some guys breaks and stuff like that. So that that like what they did last year, where they just used all six. Like once once it got ghost, you never saw you saw Dahan maybe once or twice after that. Yeah. So, um, if I'm picking of anyone to deal, and I too wish to keep Pesci more so than others but if you're looking at trades and there's talking about calgary you know i could probably forgive past behavior if we dealt shea for um lindholm or uh, or 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 a backland who was fantastic last year I was going to um, say a certain, I know a certain someone would love that Lindholm trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if, if he would be willing to come back, I don't know uh, how much of the bridge has been completely burnt. Um, I, I, well, I, th- I think that was just with like former management and former coaching. I don't even think it's like he would be, I think he would actually play really well under Rod's system. I think it's just the way that he was dealt beforehand during the dark ages of the hurricanes. Yeah. I think, I think we definitely have some have to have some conversations, but I don't see why that wouldn't be an issue. I mean, because I've because you know um, I forget who posted out today. It's like if there was a current player who used to play for your team would come back, who would you want? And I saw a lot of Nina Riders. I see some Trochecks. I saw some Lindholm. Kane Statbrand went off on the Skinner thing. Yep, Skinner would be a big one for me. I'd love to have him back. But that that's one. But see, that's one where we're saying, well, I don't know how Lindholm would play. Like, we think he might play with the current management really well and stuff. I think Skinner, I don't think, I don't know if he was the, he was a fan of Rod. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Uh, I see. I, he I, would be a little bit more iffy, but yeah. I, I, I do see. I I'm do on see, the Brock McGinn train. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. We moves. have, but that the was thing moves. is. That was a good one. I, I, I love Brock. Love Brock, but I feel like now that we have Jarvis, the new like, and Jarvis and Nason, the two throw their body at anything, and maybe it like it'll happen. It's kind of like they're the new. I feel like they're the new combination of Brocks, where like they just kind of can take it and just keep going. No, see, imagine see, having see. two that make a full Brock and then another Brock. See, I mean, <laughs> here, here's my here's my see. I went completely off board. I went with Morgan Geeky. I thought he. I think no, he no, no. no. <laughs> You no, can't don't bring him back. Hunt, cat. Don't bring him back. No. Not no. a fan, I, I take. Stop. No. <laughs> he played so weak when he was with us. He just didn't do anything. He wasn't super fast with us. He wasn't strong on defense. And I know he's not a small – he's played like a small player. He's not a small player, but he played like it when he was with us. Jarvis is small, and he doesn't play like a small player. Like, no. there's a difference. I just wasn't impressed with Geeks. But – we talk about well, rookies then. Take geeks out of the equation, bring back double Mac. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah give I me mean, double give me double Mac every day. Every day, double Mac at your help and a fries. Give it. Um, <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise. I didn't know really anything. Why about didn't we? Them. 
<laughs> the blue the blues have a gem in him. Yeah, that, that was that was a great signing. That was a steal for sure. But you you want to talk about for anyone I whispered in your ear right then? That's probably really weird sounding. But uh, uh, but what, I agree what, what, with welcome, you. Welcome to ASMR. Of the, of... I hate I hate I don't like ASMR. So I'm sorry for everyone that just heard that. I just got real frustrated <laughs> and um, I didn't we'll feel talk, like we'll talk about talk about contracts real quick. So. A certain fan base somehow just loves to talk crap about the Hurricanes all of a sudden, and I'm kind of curious as to why. Like, why they all of a sudden want to start chirping at us? Because they've though... got they've got relevancy finally, and so now they oh, want to get into oh, the game uh, of smack talk. I mean, if we're talking about relevancy, I think that four one butt whooping we gave them in the second round of the playoffs <laughs> might make you want to kind no, of. No, I agree. Okay, you want to know what did it? You want to know what did it? It was Moose bringing up freaking Dougie Hamilton. <laughs> oh, this was way before that. Always was, this... was it before? Okay, that? wait, wait, wait before, before we before we go into the red hellhole. Um, I agree. I agree about the Shea thing. Um, I wouldn't want to see him. Listen, I don't want to, again, don't want anything to fix what's not broken, but between him and Pesci of the two, and this is just me personal feelings. This is all personal feelings tied into players that I have seen for years. Pesci has expressed interest in staying with this team for his whole career. Like he wants to give everything he has for the team. We also Not need Brian to she- stay too. We need Brian to stay too. Oh, that's a given. But yeah, not absolutely. not saying Shay has turned his back on the team. But Shay has said I'm open to looking. Like he's just not. I just feel like he had he would be open to looking to see what else is out there, which is fine. He can do that. Jury requested a trade. Like it's fine. But I'm just saying it would hurt my heart to see the guy that has he has very openly said multiple times I want to stay with just this one team. And give him everything I have, and he has. He's played amazing years for us, and I would just hate to see him get pushed out for, and then like, and then we win or something. And it's for guys that get like a year deal, and this guy has given his heart and soul to get us to this point. And well, he, he, like, that's the got, personal he, feeling. He just got married too. I mean, you really gonna do it to a guy like that who just got married? <sighs> like, even, what a couple weeks ago? So, I mean. Like, and here's and here's the thing. Congrats to him as well. I don't know. If yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> that one picture I saw, you look great. Happy, happy uh, husband. So that's that was fantastic. Um, I think as far as which one to deal, it's it's it goes more than it, it the deal. It go it goes more to not just who wants to stay more, but with the assets that we've accumulated with Orlov uh, and TDA, Shea is more built in the way of the play like that's extra that we we don't need based on who we brought in, right? Like he's far better on D than D'Angelo is. There's no question, but he plays the game that. Orlov can play. He, the offense that the D'Angelo brings in. It's the and of course, let's not even forget Burns. Right, we've got lots of offense on the back end. Shea is the one that we could let go of with the least amount of drop in benefits. Defense, an actual damn defense. Also, too. 
Plus, his cap hit is a little bit more than the other guys's as well. So if you're ter- if you're trying to free up some cap space as well, his contract would probably be the one to go with because it is higher. So Absolutely. that's also yeah. a possibility. With the cap, I'd I'd hate I'd hate to go. Um, but you know, if we're gonna bring someone in, do it or whatever. Maybe a, a, a sign and trade and and bring in Lindholm or someone of that nature. Uh, to join in, and then you're loaded for bear, right? You're you're ready to go. And I would, I I would love. A, I want, no. I'm bring. I uh, I gotta bring this guy. If we're talking about doing possible sign in trades, Kevin Fiala from the Kings, I would love that. Really, he's Fiala. Been this for, he's been saying it for a while. I I am a you, huge you know what I'm saying. Fan. He would be yelling. I told you so for like miles. Every time we, we turn on the podcast, I told you so. <laughs> uh, uh, if it was a long term, if it was like a long term extension, Kevin Fiala jersey automatically next get. That's how that I love this dude's game. It's so great. We got him perfect. It not, is. Eh, but wicked fast, wicked fast. Oh, he's got wheels. Yeah, he. Oh, that's yeah, just the top speed, six, right? Yeah, just he would be so nasty in the top six. But one can dream, one can dream. All but right. if you want to, back you want to, to the hellhole, about... go ahead, go ahead, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> well, if one can dream, I think Devils fans want to dream of a different reality than what they got this past uh, playoffs. Because uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention this this account's name because he's already got too much wherever you want clout for what he does, which is just idiocy at its finest. He's like he. They're trying. He's trying to like clown the Hurricanes for the contract they gave Sebastian Ajo because they're like, oh well, we signed, you know, we signed Brat, we signed the, like he starts naming off all these players oh, that, that yeah. they re-signed, and then he's like, and looking at the cap at the Canes cave for Ajo, and then someone someone in his comments posted Ajo's points. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why they gave him so much money. He only averages around like seventy, it's like sixty-seven points. And blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I took that same photo and I, and I quote tweeted. It. I'm like, Sebastian Ajo for for most of his career has either been a couple points under or over in terms of point per game. Like <sighs> this this dude. And you look at Jay Fresh's stat card. Every category is blue. There's no reds. Some players will have some reds. Some will be like light blue. Some will be like zero percent or a little bit on the red. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Ajo is all blue. This dude, and then Jay Fresh even said, this guy, he is worth this contract. Everyone and their mother is saying this contract is an absolute steal for the Hurricanes. Well, and even it, even it, guys it, that are playing, even guys like our media people are announced, or like that are not called him a superstar of sorts have said, wow, that's a good contract. Yeah, and, 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 the, yeah and the thing too is like, you cannot compare a contract to a guy like Sebastian Ajo, who's 26, to a guy who just got a like who got a smaller deal because he's twenty or twenty one years old, you can't compare a five year difference in age in terms of where the guy is in his contract phase of the league. You go ELC, I mean, possible bridge, and then long term. Some teams completely skip the bridge and go long term. Okay, that is what it is, and that's why the number is a lot smaller because you don't have the sample size that you see with like Sebastian Ajo. Where he deserves a nine point seven five compared to I mean, would you eight say it's like eight. would you say it's comparing like a Jarvis deal to an Aho deal? Like, I mean, Jarvis that's a, earns that's exactly money, what, but like, it's not the same. <laughs> that, well, that's well, Martin Nietzsche's. 
I, I was going to bring that up. Martin Natchez is a perfect example. A two, a two, a three-year deal bridge. Show us what we know what you what you possibly can do. You didn't have a great year, but we want to keep you three years to see how long it goes. Career year last year. Now we got a couple more years out of him. Mm-hmm. By the time he gets to the end of this contract, now you could be a possible. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to be the money like Aho, but it's going to be term and money somewhat to pair like not like I said probably half or wherever you want to figure that out. But you can't compare contracts between two different guys who are five years apart with different phases of their careers and what they actually do for their teams. Sebastian Ajo is a legit one C he plays in, he, he's like a 98% of the penalty kill. What number, what one C is going to be 98% of the penalty kill and and, kill on the power play and everything else. It's just, you can't And you're comparing him on, and you're comparing him on teams that are on two different, like two different paths with their teams. One has just done like a rebuild and is actually getting relevant again. And the other one has been on a cup run for a couple of years. Like, you have yeah. different you have different strategies and game plans for your teams. Like yeah, the, the Devils should, like no, no one thought the Devils were going to do this. I mean, me, me and Bailey did a did a, a prediction last season. I said they're going to finish fourth. She had them not even making the playoffs, and they finished second in our division. So miss me with the oh well, the Devils are so good and blah blah blah. You just got rel- you just got good. You just yeah. got good because you got very lucky. The fact that all, everything just lined up for you. Kira Schmidt played out of his mind. You've got the forwards going. The defense is – it gets you there. But don't act like you guys have been good for so long. You just – like Kat said, you got, just got done with the rebuild. Two years ago, you weren't worth anything. So don't also, I love like this. You, you also love the, well, I just also just love the smack talk because it's like, dude, like we've been talking smack with teams like the Rangers and teams. Boston. <laughs> like Boston, like teams that have actually been like sticking around and have some weight in this game. Pittsburgh, like, yeah. Washington. Well, like you're, you're still learning to get out of diapers, dude. Like, come on. It and me it's with not, talk. Well, the thing is, is like for me, I'm like, I'm not even trashing you. Like you have a good team. You just, you're still young and you're working your way into it. Like you saw like, yeah, you had a really good regular season run. Your team quickly realized what playoffs was like. Mm-hmm. very very it's, it's like it's like they're talking smack about us and i'm like how did that for, like like i got trolls trying to comment like how bad this team is and everything else and i'm like um i think that for, like, in period of time, like oh your team is bad i'm like that 4-1 series uh finish says otherwise and they want to bring they want to bring up us losing to the panthers i'm like don't bring up another series that you weren't even in to try to clown us for the fact that we literally smoked you guys for in a five game series outside of one game where you, you did guys something. have a good team. I'll give you that. Did they you were one Eastern game Conference away from final? being swept themselves. They were one yeah. game away from being swept themselves. How they, got, you- they, they got routed in almost every game outside of game five. They, they, they you- really got routed in the- every game. And the game, Those- the game that we lost so badly, we had so many shorthanded calls. <laughs> three shorties three shorties that tells you how bad that game was that you let up three shorties and only won by like what four like three or four goals three that, goals four goals this is I like remember. this is yeah. three that's shorties, like somebody though. that's like somebody who's five nine telling somebody they're five eight you're 
sorry, man. You're like, and it's like, dude, you you're this close to being where I was. Yeah. <laughs> you could have you been know. swept. You're this close. Sit this one out. Sit this one out, bud. Like, I just like how the devil fans are like, even before before Moose said, like, they're coming at Hurricanes fans and trying to talk trash about our team. It's like, you guys have one relevant season in the last how long. And you, and you act like you want to say something. You don't have any leg to stand on. You got smoked in the playoffs by us. You almost lost to the Rangers, and you had to do a comeback against them. So don't act just like – Just luck next year, bud. And yeah. honestly, that was just more embarrassing for the Rangers than – I mean, like they well, did well, but that was more like, embarrassing by the Rangers. <laughs> those, trolls, those trolls, just to interject here, it's funny. It makes me think of uh, – and I love movies uh, – 51st dates it makes me oh. think like these troll these trolls are like that 10 second memory gym or whatever his name was where oh he yeah, yeah. To, he's good for 10 seconds and he completely blanks out everything and he starts over again and it's like yeah. these guys trolling have just completely forgotten the the just devastation that they received from the canes and then they tar- talk smart talk start talking smack thank you no i'm not <laughs> um and and i think you know there's if they want to start a, a rivalry thing with us which already kind of existed i mean everyone remembers shock on the rock and and yeah. how many years it's been so them talking smack, i don't mind you know chirping is you know all part of the game and stuff but chirp when you have uh, a chirp at things that you have a stance on and for them to look at our squad and say that it's bad or they're just embarrassing themselves for them to look at Aho and say he's not worth every penny have they don't watch the game and it's so frustrating hearing every time they say you know oh Stars on Carolina, like you know what, just back that up just a little I, bit because think- every last one of you would give not just one but both of your family jewels to have them on your squad for you guys out there. <laughs> I would give them, I would give them both the of my like, There's always chirping and there's always smack talk between fandoms, like it's that's the name of the game. It is. Yeah. I think the thing you're right. The thing that does get really annoying, like it's like, yeah, you. I mean, they're kind of like the young, they're like the younger sibling coming up and like trying to be like, all right, here we are, and you're like, okay, you're still growing, but okay. But it's when they chirp at things like again, like they chirp at things about Aho, and it's like, yeah, but you don't. It's like you don't know how good he is. Like you're you're chirping at something you don't know, which is, yeah. I mean, a lot of people do that. But that's a chirp that Canes fans just hear all the time, and it's just like, no, you definitely have no reason to say this because we like, have we are the wrong fan base to start to pick a fight with in regards to that because we've been been defending this kind of behavior for years. Yeah, and then and then, and then try to compare contracts and all this other stuff. It's like and saying, oh, you guys didn't do anything in the playoffs, or try to chirp us about the playoffs. It's like pump the brakes. We made yeah. it farther than you. Ten second gym. You know, let, yeah. me, uh, let me give you a tape to take a look at and uh, you'll see you'll see yeah. the scores and how badly you were beaten in every aspect of the game. You, you know should you should like here, let me give you the tape to look at, give them shock at the rock and be like, Oh, I'm sorry, wrong one, and then give them the recent one and be like, sorry, here's the right one. If you remember yeah. either of these. Right. So you know what? So I, I like this, I love this account. We're a lot of the st- stats and figures we're gonna be talking about here in this what we're gonna start doing now. 
Love this account. Go follow him. Big Head Hockey. Stats uh, on I, was about to, I thought he was about to be saying Kane stat, Brandon. We're like, well, you know well, that, that. well, 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 that too. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's an automatic given. I mean, you have to, I mean, sure. Kane stats is like an automatic. That's, that goes without saying. Big Head Hockey is also fantastic. Love this account. They came out of nowhere. The graphics are fantastic. The stats are amazing. So, Everyone with 100-plus goals and 10-plus shorthanded goals in the last five seasons, there's two names on this list. Patrice Bergeron is one of them. Guess who just retired. <laughs> Which also, congrats to him. Like, congrats, congrats on that heck of a career. Yeah, career. dude. Selkies for days. The, the the epitome of like just a, an all-around The comparison of his stats. Who posted the comparison of his stats to, to um, Stahl's? Somebody did no, that. you know what I saw? No, no, it, no was it was to Rod was... Brendamore, and he had mm. like what two or three more selkies. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Was yeah. That was yeah. the only thing that made him better than Rod's career was the amount of selkies that he had. Even though Rod, had, even though Rod had better, had Rod had better everything. So yeah. And yeah. as soon as Bergeron retired, oh, we'll see you in the Hall of Fame soon, here, buddy. Yeah, Rod. <sighs> It's, 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 it's sad it's, but it's, true. Bergeron is probably going to get in before no, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's going to be it's going to be first wrong, ballot, but he will, no question. Because because the league loves him, and also this effect, yeah. this effect yeah. is the problem for those who for those okay for those on the audio version of this. I'm pointing at my for those I'm visually my rock impaired rock. ones. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm wearing, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm wearing my Rod Brandenburg 25th anniversary jersey because this is my favorite jersey and I love it. I'm pointing at the logo because this is the effect that's unfortunately still happening to our team 25 years later. Hurricanes effect. How great! You know what? Some people can't stand the category. Five no, no disrespect carry, to Bergeron. But... I think he's had oh, no. a hell oh, of Berge, a career. No. Bergie in... deserves again. The Bergie deserves. No, we're again. saying we're saying with all the respect that we've given to Bergeron and how well he's played. You can't deny the fact that if he deserves this, so does Rob. Yeah. So here's the other name with 100 plus goals and 10 plus shorties in the last five seasons. The other guy on this list, two names. Here's the other one Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. Sure. I heard that guy's not, not worth his current not contract. From the Islanders. Not from the Islanders. No. Let's not the Islanders one. No, not, <laughs> not Swedish. Not no, Swedish. No, not the Swede. The Finnish one. <laughs> he, yeah. He's flown under the radar a lot recently, but he's still one of the best two-way guys in the game. Yep. Gee, I wonder who's also been saying that for so long, but you know, yeah. What do we know apparently? But yeah, that's that's how good this guy is. What's gonna be embarrassing is that when the hurricanes win the cup and lift the cup, all of a sudden everyone's gonna say, Wow, oh, so great, amazing. This guy, you know what I mean? And it's like it, the, most of the same people that say that Aho is not a a superstar Super. or whatever. Oh, like, like they'll oh, they'll yeah. just all jump on the bandwagon and say, "Wow, so deserving, amazing player." Blah blah. blah. It's like you know what, guys? He's been like this for a long time. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, and they're also saying that this guy that I want to bring up some stats for is also not a superstar, but. Big Head Hockey says differently for a one Mr. Andre Svechnikov, Bailey's favorite player. And, you know, that's my boy. And Brad's too. <laughs> Brad's too. We love him. Ah, he's got, we love he's got him so res- many jerseys. We love him respective- respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, we like, love him. Unlike other fans and other fan bases. But <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Go ahead. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll just leave that there. We'll, we'll leave, leave yeah. that there. <laughs> uh, the Carolina Hurricanes with Andre Svechikov playing this season. This is the most. This is a, so they have one stat bolted out. But I'm going to say that for last because that's how insane this guy is was for the Canes this year before he got hurt. In 64 games, the team had 42 wins, 3.33 goals four per game, 2.5 goals allowed, 31.511 shots per game, 25.81 shots against. They had a 42-13-8 and eight record. And I love this that little ad bit before I get to the final stat. He's locked up to play with Sebastian Ajo until 2029. It's amazing. Thank God. So is KK. <laughs> so is KK. Yeah. But th- but this is but this is the stat that was absolutely bonkers that they bolded that I would love to bring this part up last. He was on a 120 point pace with the Canes this season. If he played a full year with the Canes, he pop he was on pace for 120. Points. I'm excited for that, but also it makes me sad. <laughs> no, because you know he's gonna get to that point, and I people know. are still gonna say this guy sucks. Other guys are better. You still don't have a superstar on your team. It's that's okay. fine. Look you at the numbers. It's, that's it's fine. Written. They can think he sucks that they don't want. That's fine. He can stay with us. We can we'll keep him to keep ourselves. <laughs> Right, right. You wanted to oh, say something. Yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna put you all on the spot and ask a question. Um oh, no. how soon how soon do you want to see him come back? <laughs> when he's a hundred percent healthy. When he is does he, does when he's healthy. He, I, I guess essentially, does he have to be ready to go on opening night? No. No. And Absolutely. how long are you willing to stay without him? Because He's, November. I think the way he's recurring, like the way he's, you know, getting more time on the ice, everyone's getting excited. There's a lot of people already talking about opening night. I don't want that at all. And don't I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be contrarian for all you great fans who are going to be there on opening night when we put the boots to Terrastinko. Is it Terrastinko? Terrastinko <laughs> and the Ottawa Senators. Right, like it, I, I would be happy if he didn't come back until just after Christmas. Myself, well, as long as yeah, he's a hundred percent, hundred percent, his team is going to the playoffs. We don't need that. Him is a really, really admirable um, timeline for somebody who's not a million dollar pro athlete. I think, mm-hmm. but because a lot of a lot more time and care and uh, preference is going to go into him versus uh random walk-in Joe who comes into a PT clinic says, fix my knee. Um, I, I think we are expecting to see him maybe sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas, if not maybe a little bit sooner. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him end of October, early November. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I think with his there. with his grit and determination, we could see him before then. I don't think he will be fully, completely, one hundred percent until we don't I mean, need we, we don't need well, to have another uh, patch ready incident where we get him back to. Oh, absolutely we're, we're, we're not. Which it's different. It's different because it's a different it, body it, part, it, different yes, player. But, you, but still, you don't don't rush. But, but all also, is don't mean, rush back. I don't think we. I don't think he's like he's important. But I mean, we've all talked about like we talked about the beginning of last season where we had that terrible month of nonstop tying oh or losing games. 
and <laughs> all those overtimes. Using it oh, that overtime. was that, oh my me, and like, me and Bailey had so much fun with that. But we said like the beginning of the season, like when you get new guys in the off season, you got to work out the kinks. You got to get back in the groove of things. We know the Canes are going to do well, and yeah. they might hit some rough patches at the beginning, especially if they don't have Svechin. They have the new guys. They just got to. It's a learning curve, and. So like, don't be upset if they're a little rocky at some points. But I don't think I don't think Svech has to rush back. It's not like he's to fight it's, for it's, a spot on the roster. It's an A two game <laughs> season, guys. Like the Hurricanes are built for a cup run. It's A two games. Well, we've had guys be out for the first month of the season. And they come back. It happens. It happens with every other team. It's it's just, it's going to take time. I just wanted to rush. Just come back 100 percent ready to go. The team yeah. will be there. We we got the we got the pieces. I mean. The Canes still played good hockey while he was gone. They did make a good run in the playoffs. I mean, it's not you – know, we, we got some new additions. I'm just – like, I'm of the mindset, let him take however long he needs to return. We will be fine without him. We have a lot of talent on this roster without him fitting into the lineup. Yeah. Him coming back is just icing or a cherry on top of that. Right. And, 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 here, and the good thing – and the thing, too, is, like, we had, to, we had to get used to not having him in, in the middle of – like, the back half of the – back quarter of the season now you're going into camp you're going into preseason and then the games of the regular season with him possibly not in the lineup so you'll have something set up before he's even back so it's like you're having to do a complete you know shuffling to get used to not having him in the roster at this point you have time to get everything worked out without him there and then all you're doing is oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna add a little you know a little something here it's one mr special a little spice a little a little a little something, yeah, a little something, something. So here's, um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for this. So we're gonna do some. Um, there's some stats we are gonna, uh, not stats, trivia we're gonna do. But here's one last thing I want to bring up in terms of stats and figures before we do our ad read and going into the back half of that part. Um, okay. Yes. So this is about Lady Bings. Where? So, oh gosh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. Uh, th- this is this is something I thought really was really interesting. Lady Beings won by top 10 picks. 10. And they said that now guys have, that won the Lady Bing that were that won by undrafted players or just, you know, players not in the in the top 10. 15. And they said something about sliding in the draft just makes you a little more disciplined out there. And the photos and the photos that they used for this particular uh, stat, one of them is Mr. Jacob Slavin. Awesome. I found the I he found deserves the, to win it every single year. There should be an award just for him. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should the game is so clean and so disciplined. Like it's it's weird. You don't I, I, it, like yeah. guys like that with that much discipline, that much grace, and um, just it, that kind of stance on the ice. They don't grow on trees. No, no and the and the funny part too but is they the, don't, but they don't score, so nobody it doesn't well, matter. Well, <laughs> the funny part, like the fact that Kyle Connor won it was it last was it two seasons ago? Kyle Connor won it, and like Jacob Slavin came in the first like first ever guy who won it back to back as a defenseman in like a while. And it's like, how's Kyle Connor get it? But then you get what you saw votes for Austin Matthews. It's like, what? It's like, it's like, 
the dude got a two game suspension for literally okay. cross checking. <laughs> for cross checking the gym. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. I know what to make of that. As far as the trophies go and stuff like that, like, I agree. The Norris has changed so much over time. There always was a off offensive aspect of the selections in years past, but there was no denying that the defensemen were great at taking care of their end of the ice. Now it is straight, you know, if you're a mediocre in D, but you can put up a load of points, that's where the thought goes because they think that's the biggest aspect of influence you have in the game. And it just isn't. It just isn't. It's why it's why Slavin goes uh, kind of unnoticed himself. Everyone will kind of mention it in passing. There's not as much love for Slavin as there is. Uh, let's be honest. There's not as much love for Slavin outside of the Hurricanes than there is for Burns on the same team playing in the same on the same pairing. Everyone loves Burns because he can he puts points on the board and he can he can you know deke you know players out of their jocks and leave them looking like pylons and score goals and set up things. Slavin's capable of that, but he is more defensive minded. And when he's on the ice, tell me, you all feel much better, safer when he is on the ice, knowing that the defensive end is taken care of. He has yeah. that aura. Uh, Zach, you love D&D. It's like he carries a defensive aura <laughs> around him. And as I, and I love D&D too. And you mm-hmm. ladies, you, you frown on him for his love of that. I do I not. We call him <laughs> I don't. It's I've heard it every time. He says D&D and you guys go, yeah. D&D. No, I, no, 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 no. I don't judge him. I just laugh because I want, I follow his Instagram and I see it all and it's just fun. <laughs> but but that, that's what he is. He just has an aura about him that goes unnoticed. It's not flashy. It's reliable. And you'd love to have him. Well, and like, and you see every now and then, like, I mean, Burns, listen, Burns can play hockey regardless. Burns can play hockey. But every now and then there's like a, two-on-one or a break and he does something and you hear and it might not be mike i've heard other announcers say and they'll he'll do a great defensive play and they're like wow might have been taking notes from his defensive partner there and it's like yes you think he's not like he's a great hockey player but nobody can deny that anyone can learn how to play clean great defense from jacob even like even Burns. Burns could always and Burns has said it. He said, I am better when I play with him. I have learned from him. Like it's just want recognition. It's all I want. Well, <laughs> he so, doesn't want it because he's humble and he's great, but I want it for him. So yeah. speaking of Brent, so speaking of Brent Burns, here's another stat that I found very, very interesting for a defenseman. So most goals scored by a defenseman in a single season in the last 20 years. This list is very interesting. So we're going to start from the bottom and go up to the top. The guy at the bottom with 26 goals, this is an end that might surprise a lot of people. Sheldon Surrey had 26 goals in one season. Yeah. He had a boomer shot. Like he was right. Ray, I, I, I knew you, I knew you were going to be like, really this guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew you would know. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Uh, you're so, like, what? I mean, when, look, when he was with the team that shall not be named, he made me nuts. 
I, <laughs> I despised him when he went to Edmonton and we didn't have to see him so much. Uh, it was a relief to me, to be honest. He's a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Made me nuts. Made me yeah. nuts. Uh, never coming with 27 goals is Brent Burns. 28 goals, Kale McCarr. For Man, all you have, for, for all you have, or for all you have, McCarr. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Now this guy with 29. I think you. I think you've heard of his name before. Oh yeah, Brent Burns. He's named yeah. twice. Named twice. 27 and 29. That's now, amazing. yeah. So. I want, to, I want to see who you guys guess on who got 31. 31 goals in one season in the last 20 years. I want to go around the I want to go around the board and see. I want to get everyone's prediction who you think got 31 goals as a defenseman in one season. Kat, who do you think? Wait, wait, say the question again. My brain stopped. <laughs> most goals in one most goals in one single season in the last 20 years, the most is 31. Who do you think did it? Most goals of a defenseman. In one season, we're, t- we're no, 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 league wide. This is a league wide stat. This isn't, this isn't Keynes because, like I said, because I said Kelma Carr and Sheldon Surrey. So it's anyone in the league 31 goals in a season. Hmm. I mean, how many did Carlson have last season? Uh, wasn't <laughs> it, it wasn't that because oh, he had 100 points, but he didn't have 31 goals. Okay. No, he must have got all assists. Surprisingly, on a really bad Sharks team. This is by Big Head um, Hockey, so don't. So I don't want people coming at me about he got a lot of goals. This is what they put out. <laughs> don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> I love that we're all just like looking up, staring. It's like. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to remember if some of the players that I'm thinking of were actually playing 20 years ago or if I'm going too far back. Uh, at 52 years, I've seen a lot of hockey. So you're, um, you're, we're, we're, going, we're going by the 2003 to now. 2003 <laughs> to now. Yeah, last 20 seasons. Um, gee whiz. This one's Cat, tough. Cat, got any, got any guesses? I hate this. Um, ha, I don't ha. know. Uh, I love. I love being on Fox? the show. I don't know Fox. I don't know Bailey. Mm, part of me. You're asking the person that loves defensive defensemen who scored more. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like, I can't compute. Okay, no, my brain is empty. I'm gonna go. Bobby Orr. Oh wow, that's way, way, way back. Bailey. Well, that's he, oh, he said two thousand three and up. Oh, three, oh, three and up. Jeez, wait, why, why? I, that, <laughs> I Trust me, that name popped into my head until he said two thousand and three. That's who I would. I totally picked, right? missed over the two thousand and three. Oh my gosh, wait. I have no clue. Shut up, okay? <laughs> um, 
see, I I have no clue. Just throw a name out. I don't pay attention to offensive defensemen. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to throw my guess out. Okay. I have, I have two in mind, but I'm going to guess Drew Doughty. That's not that, a bad guess. That w- that's not a bad guess, but unfortunately, it's probably it's not. not. Yeah, but that was that was my guess. That was a good one. I'll, I'll give it to you. That was a good one. I, I was going back to like Al McInnes, so Bailey oh, no. had other people like. Uh, those were the names I was trying to think. Like I was thinking about Ifrady, and I was thinking about all of these. these Paul Coffee, Paul Coffee, exactly right. McKinnis, yeah, yes. old, old school, old school defenseman who could yeah. drop drop goals like it's no one's business. Yeah, this is going to be a mind blowing one the way it's built up at this point. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Sorry. I was thinking of somebody on the Panthers and I couldn't remember his name. I'm I'm going to go Brand, Brandon Montour. That's a good option, but it's not Brandon Montour. Mike Green got 31. Oh, votes. I never would have guessed oh, that. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it. Right, right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, Washington, he, uh, he put see, up I, some I, great see, numbers for them, right? I, I knew I knew if I said the name, it would instantly click for you who, who yeah. I would be talking about. Yeah, Mike Green put up 31 goals in one season for a defenseman, and it was with the Caps. Just I think, and I think that was a contract year for him. Like he was, it was. for a contract, if I'm not mistaken. I and believe I believe he was. Yeah, it was insane, right? Like the, yeah. the man, it, he just he was he was I, you know his shots in those, some of those games that you're watching, they were very much like um, Shays. Those seeing eye pucks that somehow it's like it was the magic bullet, right? Where the puck would be shot and it would move left, move right, just get out of the way of all of the players right. in, traffic it's, it's, in front and finding that one spot that yeah. was being covered in that. I mean, it, it, it just it, had that knack. It was like that. It was like that heat-seeking missile. It was just like, like how you were just like, like it somehow had like a tracking system. It just it figures yeah. its way out to get into the goal. You're like, how it's in amazing. the crap? Yeah, yeah. Mike Green. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was funny how you expected the girl who was born in 2001 to come up with names like this. This is BS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The person born know. in 2001, the person that loves defensive defensemen. Like, we would have been, th- this game would have been shit. If this is rigged. I mean, hey, I was born in 1991, and I still know a good amount of hockey even before my time. So don't don't come at me. The fact that you have the internet, the fact you have the internet, <laughs> you should be able to look up stats and know things so don't come at me uh, yeah true enough true enough yeah, yeah. that's what I, don't worry right? bailey that's what i do on my friday nights i sit and i look up all yeah it, the fact that i took what like five minutes to come up with a name that was before 2003 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun messing with you both. That's just so great. Mm-hmm. So before we go into our... Um... Was that the only trivia question you had no. for us? No, we okay. got two more. That wasn't really going to be a trivia question. I just thought it'd be very first, funny. a word but from first, our sponsors. Yes. 
So I was told that I would be taking this over. Um, actually, Zach, I lied no, to I you. No, I didn't. You volunteered. <laughs> Zach, I lied to you. I lied to you in saying that I would be doing the ad read today. I'm actually going to hand over the reins to our lovely guest over here, um, who is actually, when we say this has been a long time in the works, this has been a long oh. time in the works. So, oh, Ray, man. please tell everybody about our amazing sponsors in Primo X Hockey. Raymond Rutledge, also known as Judge Wapner here, proud and cherished social media associate of the Surgecast podcast team. Now, I poke my head out of the storm cellar to ask you all a question. Do you like hockey? Well, of course you do. You are witless, soulless degenerates, and you tune in regularly to the Surgecast. But do you play hockey? Well, if you do, then you need the finest surge cast sponsor primo at hockey as your teammate sure cat bailey and zach can give you the everything you need in carolina hurricane hockey coverage but primo x hockey can give you everything you need to get into the game yourself they've got tape socks laces pucks balls if you like road hockey they've got blade protectors protective gear inline skates and much much more They've got the best merch in the triangle, including lids, hoodies, koozies that'll keep your wobbly pops cool when things get hot. <laughs> Primo X Company is the pride of North Carolina and is accessible from around the world thanks to a website so easy, well, even Zach can navigate. And because you are a great SurgeCast listener, you get the auto treatment, 20% off your online purchases when you use the code SurgeCast at the checkout. And they deliver anywhere in continental U.S. for free. But if you prefer personal experience, stop by the warehouse in Raleigh and let the experts on site take care of everything you need. As a matter of fact, if your blades are as dull as Zach's takes, you're in luck. Primo X Hockey now offer $5 state sharpening that will get those blades as sharp as Bailey's and Cat's quips. Wait a minute. Five bucks? Sharpen blades for just five bucks? Man, the folks will fly in from Canada to take advantage of that price. Primo X is a proud OG sponsor and supporter of Surgecast from the very beginning. Bailey Kat and Zach are grateful for their continued support. Back to you. <laughs> I can't. That was fantastic. That was just absolutely sensational. I'm. We, we I'm happy, have, we, we, I'm happy to record that for you and let you all the time. I was, I, yeah, I was actually, yeah, we're going to have to talk after this, uh, after we're done recording, because that was just. Yeah, he's asked, and, he asked me that before. He reached out to us about that before, but I was like, I need you to do it for Zach, like, in person. I'd just be the best. That was, <laughs> so it's been in the works for a long time. Yeah, he, do, so he texted us about this. When was this? Like, this, this was way, a while. This before, it was before this, it was before I tried to read the ad for the first time. <laughs> it was actually before this uh, uh, the series game, and the, he messaged we me met each he, other he in was, February. 
Yeah, because you were giving me a hard time about the ad read, and he was like, hey, I can send you, like, I can record this and send this to you if you want. And I was like, he, no, he sent it to me, it. and he was like, I just need you to read this over. I, I want you to see what this says. Let me know if there's, like, any changes that need to be made, because I want to send this over to you guys to use for the thing. Like, I want you to read it off as if it's coming from me. And I was like, right? No. Like, we, we need to get you on, like, ASAP. You need <laughs> there to do yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, Zach, Zach will back. be floored by this. And Zach, this is when Gramps was still going on. <laughs> yeah. I, and and just to let you know, I had, I, I did this uh, kind of on the fly. Everywhere where your name came up and I said, Zach, I had Gramps in there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, look, we're at a place right now where I just thought, you know what, maybe take it easy for now. Uh, the ribs were in there so enough. I didn't need to further bounce. And look, oh, I, yeah, gee, look yeah, at the my, gray my, in my beard. I mean, there's no way we can call you, Gramps, when I'm on the show. And I've got like 20 years of broadcasting experience. I've, I've written and read so many commercials over time that uh, it just seems like something natural. So if you need something different, I'm happy to do that too. We'll work out a contract. How's that? We'll do some negotiating. No, now we're gonna have to keep it the same because I know everyone is gonna love just the fact that like your skates. I just hope because I I know some people. I just I just know for like some people who listen to podcasts tend to like skip over the ad reads. Guys, if you're listening to this, I need you to go back and listen because like that's fantastic. (laughs) Let's be let's be honest. We know the fancy duck boys are gonna absolutely love the chirps that he just did of me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just skates. waiting. I'm waiting for them to come back. With oh, Moose, oh, Moose is just going to let me have it too. And Alec, yeah, just skates just as dull as my takes. Oh, I'm sorry. For those on the audio side of things, I, I actually took my headphones off and just threw them on my desk. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this, the audacity of this man. To go yeah. on this. What the heck, man? He comes in. We, let's see the next time this guy comes back as a oh guest, right? Uh, he, 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 he praises us in the first half and then humbles, humbles me in the second. Just <laughs> sounds about right. There you go. That is but cool. no, we, yeah, we'll definitely have to talk with us afterwards because that was fun. And actually, it, it would make it a lot easier for sure. But we'll figure something out afterwards. Absolutely. All right, so going to the very last portion, I mean, it's like I said, it's not a lot of news. It's mostly about us just kind of shooting and, you know, just having fun because, well, yeah, it's a more low-key type episode, even though we did kind of rant about uh, Devils fans for a little bit because they kind of deserve it. Wouldn't be yeah, the search do. cast without a rant or two anyway. That's right. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know. So Us and our tangents. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. So this one I'm very excited for. So this is talking about the highest save percentage in Carolina Hurricanes history with a minimum of 100 games. So I'm going to – how do I want to do this? I'm going to – all right. I'm going to do this. So we're going to – so they have a list of the top five. I'm going to list off the number of that save percentage. I want you to guess the goalie that did that save percentage. So we're so we're gonna go five. I'm gonna have all you guess four, guess three, guess and so all that. So cool. we're so we so we know from five to one who is the best goalies of save percentages with a minimum is of hundred games. Hurricane career wise or, or per year one per highest year? save percent high high save percentage in Carolina Hurricanes 
history with okay. a minimum of 100 games played. Hmm. Yes. All right. First one. 0.906. This is number uh, five. Um, 0.906. No, and the funny thing is, is I just saw this too come up before. All right. All right. It's really annoying because I saw it too. I got I got a lot of using stats from them a week ago. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, do you mind if I jump in with my guess? Please, Go I'm going to I'm going to guess uh, Martin Gerber. <sighs> Marty Gerber would have been a great guess, but unfortunately, he's not point nine zero six. It was a good guess, though. Yeah, yeah. it's a good guess. I I I, I like where I like where your head's. Am going I allowed here, to ask or... if he's on this list? If what? If who's on the list? If Gerber is. Gerber. I can't tell you. That means Ooh. he is. Cool. Good to know. I didn't say low. that. I didn't say that. He could or he could not be. I'm not giving you any. I'm not going to give you hints of eras or guys on this list. I'll just tell what you. If, I, I, I'll just what tell was you it again? Point nine zero six. That sounds and like he, a Weeks and you number. Said, and you said Irby? That sounds like a Kevin Weeks number. No, Ray, Ray said uh, Martin Gerber. I put in my guess. Who's who's your guess? Uh, that sounds like a Weeksy number. Not Kevin Weeks. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with what I thought Ray said. Is it Irby? Archer's Irving is point nine zero six. Nice, well done, Archie. You, you helped me. Know, it, it was a tag team, right? It's because you didn't nice. say it. I was like, I think you right. said something, and then I was like, oh. that. That's well. you know what? Depending on how well this goes, we might have to do a uh, Hurricanes trivia episode just for fun. Because that'd I think be a cool. Lot, a lot of people get kicked. Got to get Colin one. on for that one, though. Hundred percent. <laughs> All right. So this next one, point nine zero nine. Is the next number. Hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to guess that too. Because it's just going to go back and forth with us guessing names we've already guessed at this point. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there be there's some names that you might be surprised by. Do you mind if I go again? Go ahead. I'm gonna hey, go ahead. Yeah, I'm go gonna. Ahead. I'm gonna guess. Um, I'm gonna guess Trevor Kid. Ooh, great pick, but not, not the it. answer. No. Not the answer. I, 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 I like your guesses, Ray. You're not sticking too close. So, nor not recent. So, I, yeah. I like. Bailey, I, I, I like you're going old school. Bailey, how? Where do you think your boy lands on this list? Do you think he's higher or lower? Um, he's either, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think, he, I want to say he's a little higher on this list, but I could be wrong. Are you sure? I feel like the I'm last thing. No, 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 no. I, I want to say he's lower. Just kidding. He's lower than five. He's not in the top five. You don't think? See, I, I keep going back and forth in my head. 
Like, I don't feel like he was probably the top one or two just from. You know what? Just for the hell of it, I'll throw him here. I'll throw him here. You throwing Cam Ward? Cat? I have to guess one. Cat? I don't know. I can't, I can't, I I I keep thinking of backups, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, I don't know. Ned. I don't know. I, I keep thinking of backup, so it's throwing me off. I so know my guess is wrong. I know it's wrong. Yeah, sure. <laughs> See, I stayed away from Ned because I wasn't sure that he's actually played 100 games with us. No, he I don't hasn't. remember. He probably hasn't. <laughs> Billy Curtis, welcome to the leaderboard. Okay. Yeah. Cam Ward. Point nine zero nine. Because I, I was going to say no. He he. I didn't. I don't know why I thought lower. I knew I was he, say he was like either the fourth top. or third. Yeah, I was like, I don't think he's top one or two, but I think he's up. Like, I think he's. I, th- I would think he's three or four. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was on a lot of bad teams later on. His his save. That's what I was thinking made it drop. It would have been a lot higher. Now now we are now we're going into the where the where the second digit is a is a curse uh, curved number here. Point nine one one. Nine eleven. Can you tell us? Can you tell us what the highest, what the number one save percentage is, just so we have a range? A reference. Point nine one five. Oh, so it's all bunched up tight. (laughs) They're all pretty tight. From, from from one to five, it's pretty. From one to five, it's kind of tight. Okay, I'm gonna one... guess the first name that came to my mind that wasn't picking back up. Um, Peter. Are you think you're going Morazic? Because mm-hmm. he wasn't hot. He didn't have the best, but he did pretty well when he was with us. I think he did better. I mean, I think he ended better with Ben Cams. Ray I'm gonna go Bailey? a little more recent and saying Auntie Ronta. See, I wonder if it would be. I think his would be even higher. See, and I was thinking on the other end. I was going with uh, with Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. I I just thought recently. I know that look. We're all wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I. There's so so many. We've had a fair amount. Oh, somebody got it. Goaltenders. Cat Hunter, Peter Morazic. 9-11. Now this I knew one, we didn't have the highest, but two for three now. Look at that. Nicely done. Now, what what uh what I mean, you know, Chicago probably was wishing they saw that save percentage, but you know. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh now this now this guy this guy's name was bolded, but I'll say this one of the most consistent goalies in Kane's history. His name was bolded in the tweet, and he's got a graphic for it, and it's kind of nice. You have to go back look at Big Ad Hockey. Point nine one two. Ronta. This is where one of our current boys fits in, I think. Ronta. I'm saying Ronta. If, if he's not third, I think I go Ronta too. You have to pick someone different. I have to pick somebody different. Then I go <laughs> Anderson. Okay, cool. You're going. You're going with Anderson. I've painted myself. If I can't pick Ronta. Right. Um, Sorry, twin telepathy. Uh, this is this is gonna be this is a stretch because I think he played during the abysmal days near the end of his career. But as as I thought he played all right. Uh, I'm gonna guess Barrasso. 
Ah, oh, you hate to see it. This is the first one that no one got it. <laughs> Kevin Weeks. Oh, I knew he was somewhere yeah. on this list. 0.912, Kevin Weeks. Oh, one of the most consistent goalies in Kane's history, and a lot of people want to crap on him too, but yeah, he was good. Uh, let, let me share Let me share my, my love of Weeks and part of the reason why the – one particular team is the team that shall not be named. And that was the banana throwing incident in the playoffs uh, where one of those fans uh, threw a banana onto the ice. It made me furious. It was despicable. I love Kevin Weeks and it made me feel so good when they, when he blanked them later like it was just, you know. I mean, you could swear on the pod, right? You're good. Uh, you know, I'm used to I'm used to the family-friendly <laughs> stormcast, and being a broadcaster for 20 years, the mic's always on. So I actually <laughs> try to watch those. Uh, I would, I would. I, uh, I know. I'm starting to get into that little. It makes him internally better. cringe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's, it's all. It's all. I, I don't either. So you're good. No worries. Furious. It made me furious. So yeah, but, Kevin yeah. Weeks makes sense. Kevin Kevin Weeksy. Yeah, so Weeksy was on the list, just not where you guys thought he was going to be. Hmm. This last this last gentleman, 0. 0.915. Hmm. I'm, I'm, okay, now I'm going to say Ronta. Because okay, you, you said Ronta. I said, I, said, the, I said Anderson. Okay, Bailey. It's Sorry, Bailey. Too, so I'm just going to throw up Broder again. <laughs> I guess. Or... No, Broder. no. Why am I throwing out Broder? What the? Hold on, hold on. Wrong no, who team. Am I Wrong team. team. Damn. Who is? Um. No, no, no. Besides who Ned, who is who is Mrazik's? Was it always Ned? Was that his back? Oh, Reimer. No, it was James also, Reimer, and Reimer's not anywhere Reimer, close McElaney. on this list. Nope. I don't think Reimer. Oh my gosh, Curtis McElhaney. That's a name. He's even. <laughs> Nick backup, man. Did, uh, did he even play 100 games? No. No, I told no, you, I keep thinking of the backups. <laughs> yeah. Bailey, just throw a name out. I I don't even know at this point. Just say it. Anton Fugobin. There you go. <laughs> there, Anton sure. Fugobin. Okay. Cat Hunter, you win this one. Brady Anderson was the answer. Well, I mean, Anderson. it was, it was, it was the two. Yeah, it was 50 50 on the last one. I'm what, what is a three, three of five? It, it, it didn't say. It's just, it was only the well, top that five. That would put it, that would put it. Oh, okay. But the top, the, the number five one was 90, 90 what? 906. 906. Okay. So, yeah. With Ronta's a minimum of a hundred. It's a minimum of a hundred games. How many games? How many games is Ronta? Oh, Ronta hasn't played 100 games. There you go. Has to be a minimum of 100 games. He's only done 55 games. That doesn't seem right, does it? (laughs) Father Finn feels like someone, and again, maybe it's that aura that he has about him, just steadiness, and it makes you feel like he's been around forever. And you've seen him in so many other locations. Okay, but team, this right? thing I'm looking at now where it's, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at a bad site. 
That's why I said Broderick. I'm thinking, I was thinking of saying Gerber again. This but is I, this I was stats too. He didn't even play a hundred games with the Canes either. Who this? Gerber. Well, this site this site says Marazic and Anderson haven't played hundred games, so I don't know what's right anymore. <laughs> that's what Big Head Hockey said. That's just what I'm going with. So. Carolina. Yeah, that's Crazy. why I said Broderick because I was like, there's a Martin. I was thinking Martin, and I was like, okay, why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they said. Okay. They, they said Bobby a minimum Bowling. of 100 games. Yeah, no, so games played, uh, Martin Gerber, 05-06, only 60 games. And then he went to Ottawa in 06-07, so. Yeah. Jesus, so. I thought he stayed a little longer, too. Yeah. You, you think about the you think about the cup run in 06 and it may uh, like you think of Gerber and it's like, but he played the year before, didn't he? And not, n- not true. Right. So yeah. Dude. Okay. No offense to big egg hockey, but they're not technically right. Mrazic, <laughs> Mrazic and Anderson haven't played a hundred games. Oh, well, there you go then. So they've played like 90 something or almost, yeah, around 90 something. Uh, then, I don't know then. Very, it's very interesting. So we, we might have a I won the rigged game. <laughs> it wasn't rigged. We want to revisit all of the great names that have uh, stepped between the pipes, right? Like when you well, talk about true. Archie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you really can't blame me for I'm just going off what Big Head Hockey said. So I mean, yeah. But I mean, that, I mean, that's a big deal though. You said all those names. And what was the, what was the lowest, uh, who had not? Who had Archer's nine eleven? Oh, nine eleven. Oh, Peter Mrazek. So Ranta has that with, and that's really interesting. Like they're 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 tie. I mean, with Archie, here's the thing. I they play very believed, different games. <laughs> I never believed that Archie was actually going to be in the top end, uh, not because he didn't play well, but he was really hard on my heart and my nerves every time he left the crease every time he left the crease it freaked well, also, me out i wanted to chain him to the honestly you, to chain him you, to you, the net you wanted to pull a goldberg where you just tie him up to the goal yeah just stick him in like that <laughs> yeah be All a right. shooter tutor right sorry so here is this is good there. This is going back to 0506. I really like this list. Okay. So this is for points. This is playoff points for the entire of all the teams who made it into the playoffs that season. The playoff points leaders for this year. 0506. Bailey, you might this might be a struggle. <laughs> Just, I hate to put it out there. This might be a struggle. Say it again. Don't this, expect me to give answers that I don't know. <laughs> This is the pl- this is the playoff points leaders from the 0506 season. There's five names on this list. I'm very interested to see how many people get this one right. Mm. First one, 19 points. You know, I'll I'll make it easy. I'll give you the conference that they're in. I'll make cool. it easy. I'll give you I'll give you the conference. Thank you. 19 points, Western Conference. I would if you want, I will let you look up the playoff format to see who was actually in the playoffs that year. What year? 0506. <laughs> the cup winning year. I, 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 will, I will let you look at the I will let you look at the I'm totally the so playoff. down on this question. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look it up, but I'm gonna guess uh I'm gonna guess Korea. 
did the Ducks make it to the playoffs that year? I can't remember. Yeah, the 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 no, Oilers beat the the Oilers that's beat what they did. the Ducks to get through. Uh no, it was not Paul Correa. Did not hmm. have 19 points in the playoffs. Hmm. Remember, Bailey and Cat Western Conference, and I'm letting you look at the playoffs to see who actually was in. Because that's that, that'd be a dick. Conference. That'd be a dick move if I didn't let you. <laughs> Western and Conference, and we have to pick a team and then pick a player on the team. Yes. Sorry, I have to speak it from my brain. <laughs> You're good. No worries. You're good. Mm, Playoff uh... points leaders. This guy had 19 that year. Holy shit. Did he play for the Red Wings? No. Western no. Conference. The Wings were the in the Western Conference. They were in the West oh, you're, no. that year. Right. Yeah. This is the, that's why I said I'll, I'll let you look at this because this was the era of wait the Red Wings are in the Western Conference. Yes, they were, and travel was absolutely brutal. Heck, heck, even Columbus was in the Western Conference at one point. Yeah, true. Hmm. It's weird all the juggling oh that there's gosh. been over know. years, right? Yeah. Um, I thought. If you can, if you get the team name right, I'll I'll say I will I will let you know if you got the team name right, so that way you can pick the player. San Jose. Wrong. It was not San okay, Jose. Cool. I don't have to think about it anymore. Look My up. next guess after that is the Avalanche. Avalanche was not it either. Is it the Oilers? Sean Horkoff. Nineteen for the Oilers. Yeah. Oh, cool. this one. This one's going to be very interesting. 19 points, Eastern Conference. Jersey. No. The Rags? Nope. Uh, I don't like this game I'm going to guess on <laughs> Huh? Was it was it was it a cane? It was not a cane. Okay, that I was I was trying to decide if it was Buffalo or the Hurricanes. I'll I'll, I'll give you guys all a second chance for the team. Okay. Oh, geez. If it wasn't, this is so. Was much it fun. Ottawa? Perhaps. No. Nope. Perhaps. Neither, nope. Neither one of them. Just guess everyone, guys. Let's go. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to have to go with the guy, the team who had the last seed in the Lightning. Gee. Right? No, no. Uh, no we're missing well, the. It's missing. Not, it, it wasn't New Jersey. No, it's. Is it the freaking Flyers? No, I don't okay. think. I've given up on teams. I hope this podcast is still interesting for people to listen to right now. Oh <laughs> there's my people gosh. who are screaming at us at this point. And there's also people like, I don't know, tell me. <laughs> I relate yeah, to you. Yeah, I'm at a loss. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't a hurricane or Buffalo who made it to the uh, Eastern final and had the enough games to accrue, I can't think of who, which other team it would be. 
Now, if you if you said the team name, maybe what that team have we not? Can guessed. I can I can I say the 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 team who shall not be named? It's already been asked. It has okay. The team that shall not be named, and they didn't make it past the, the second round. Okay, right, right. Okay, so be, we you're, said you're the Canes. You're gonna be mad at yourself. I'm just gonna tell you who it is. Okay, you're, you're gonna be mad at yourself because you because no one picked that team yet. I never said no. Danny Briere of the Buffalo Sabres. We said Buffalo. Well, I, 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 I said Ottawa. I said I said if I said I said the Canes, and I was thinking of Buffalo, but I never I, I, the Canes. So I I, 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 I never. Said and no I thought Buffalo. I didn't guess it because I thought you shot him down for both. Yeah. Nope, I, rigged, I, I tell I, you, rigged. No, I I said I said no Canes. I didn't say Buffalo. Briere. Uh, you know what? If anyone is going to have a good chance to get the Flyers turned around, it's him. He's, he's uh, already doing it. So. He's doing. He's doing a really good job. He's All doing right. a really good job of getting that. Team All right, I'm, I'm going to make the last three very easy for you guys because I know this is just. Yeah, this is brutal. This is I'll, tough. I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you conference and team. You got to just guess the name. Okay. Twenty-one points, Western Conference, Edmonton Oilers. Say that again. Western Conference, <laughs> Edmonton Oilers, 21 points. Uh, okay. Now uh, you just got to think of the player. I'm, gonna I'm, going, to, I'm going to guess, because uh, he had an amazing run. I didn't know that if he had enough points for it, but I'm going to guess Fernando Pisani. Can Bailey, any, any guesses? This is this is before <laughs> my time in hockey, so I, you, I haven't. You literally history. watched Game Seven, Bailey. There are his names on. <laughs> yes, I understand. I didn't. <laughs> um, Ber- Bergeron. Is it there a Bergeron on the team? Yeah. Are you shaking your head that it's no, or that I just made up a, a random name? Because I think. I mean, there, tell me which one you're saying no to. There's no Bergeron <laughs> on the Oilers. There's no? no? I don't know. Not that year. When, I, when I'm when i thinking of the team, I don't know why the name Stoll is coming up. Are you talking about Jared Stoll? Mm-hmm. He did play with them. Yeah. I think he, he was on that team. Yeah. He's on the there team. There is a Bergeron. He doesn't have that stat but there is mark andre mark andre yeah oh i forgot i forgot about that yeah song. zach making me <laughs> gaslight to me was he on but he wasn't on that team that year was he yeah he was Jeez, <laughs> he was so <laughs> and he shot left oh geez. and you know what he was five nine and 190 190 pounds and he had eyes probably <laughs> does, he, does he like long walks on the beach? I don't know. Ask him, Zach. Ask him if he was part of the team that year, too. <laughs> that you look over here shaking me. your head at me, and I was like, am I wrong or am I crazy? And you were like, wrong on both accounts. False. He's over here being like, no, Bergeron just retired. It's not him. So we've guessed, we've guessed Pisani, we've guessed Stoll, and who else? Bergeron. Who's the other one? And Bergeron. Uh, see, and if it's right, Ray, you're gonna kick yourself. Is it okay? Go ahead, Chris Pronger. Ah! 
I am because he was my other choice. He was my other choice. I couldn't. Oh, oh my man. God. I love to see it for the fact it was a name that was just a massive pain on the Kane side the entire playoff. All right. Yeah. Oh. Shoot. All right. All right. Number got two. two more. Two more. Like I said, I'm going to keep it easy. You got to name the player. 26 points. Eastern Conference from your Carolina Hurricanes. It's not Jay Willie, is it? I'm going to guess Stahl. Kat, any guesses? I'm going to guess RBA. <laughs> Corey Stillman. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's honestly, yeah, okay, after watching time. that game, after watching that game, that's not a surprise. Okay. A lot, of people, a lot of people forget Corey Stillman went absolutely off in that playoff. I, he did, yep. especially in the Buffalo series. If I recall mm-hmm. correctly, he was we leaned on him pretty hard. Yeah, that ball, yeah, him and Roddy. He, in that he had the game series. winner in Game Seven, didn't he? Or was it? Was that was Roddy. That, that, I thought it was. Wasn't that Roddy, or was that Game Six? I can't. I can't recall. I can't recall. It's been too long. It's been too long. Cool, I can't but yeah, he was. No. He was great. Oh, Holy a, lot, a lot of game winners. Penalty shot. What cat? Nothing. I'm not gonna give you any more of my wisdom because you doubt me. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, Rod I did the guy Rod Brindamore I, got them to the final. But I did the guy that won it for us. He won it on, I believe. Was it a penalty shot? I did him on the Forgotten Canes. We probably did. What for Stillman? I don't know if it was him, but I'm saying we won it on a there was a penalty shot. One what? The sure. final? Yes. Or the... It, I think it was a guy that was only with Eastern us. Conference final. Top. All right. Last guy. My memory suits. 28 points. 28 points. Carolina Hurricanes. Stall. 20 points. Just because I'm saying it. <laughs> RBA. Uh, See, no, I was gonna say okay. <laughs> see, there's another one uh, up there that I was thinking of too, and uh, uh, if it's not Stahl, I was gonna say Williams. But Willie, those are the three names Willie. we all just keep saying. It, it, it's Eric Stahl. He had 28 points. There you go. Now, hey, I got one right. <laughs> uh, now, even uh, blind uh, pigs find a truffle. Don't ever put again. me through trivia again. I don't do well <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll make all right. I'll make sure when we ever do our Keynes trivia one, I'll let you know the categories or what the topic is about, so we have some time to prep beforehand. Please, so I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to do that. Well, I was never good at studying. So. Now, 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 here, here's a second part just for funsies to this to this particular one. Eric Stahl was 21 years old. How many points did he get that season? This is a slam 21. dunk. He was over a hundred. It wasn't it like <laughs> he's 21. He was 21 years old. How many points that season did he get? I want to say like a hundred and I want. This is a this is a slam dunk for anyone want, who knows Eric Stahl and the Hurricanes. I wanted to say a hundred and hundred and four. Bailey was my guess. Bailey. If he eclipsed a hundred, um, 
I'm going one ten. Cat, any guesses? <laughs> Yolo it. I'm saying one twenty one. <laughs> if we're oh, if we were playing Price for you, all would have been over. And I, oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, that's anticlimactic. But he was over a hundred, or was he just a hundred? He was just one hundred points. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Boo! Tomato, tomato, tomato. Boo! <laughs> oh my gosh. So dramatic. But I think he's the only 100-point player that the Canes have had ever, if I recall. He was the only one that got... He, you yes. know, it wasn't like, you know, back in the 80s in the Hartford years and stuff where goaltenders were, I mean... Games were won. Hartford beat Edmonton ten to nothing one night. Like it just they the points were scored so many, right? So it was nothing. Uh, you almost had to have hundred point players. And watching the Oilers, where you had Gretzky, Curry, Anderson, Coffee, like they had so many point scores. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, you got to remember to the Hurricanes, like the last two years of the first time. They've even had a hundred point season since. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like we had one the entire franchise, and then the last two years they've added two more on top of that. So think we're about on that. the uprise. We're on the uprise. Everything's looking good as we That's keep for moving sure. along. I love it. Love <laughs> yeah, we said we said this would be a short episode and turned to an hour, hour and forty five. Just uh, that's on me. I'm a little loquacious, so I apologize. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. We had some fun with some trivia. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I had some fun. You I take up fun. time just saying long words like that. Like we don't talk. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I, I I mean, I had fun with the trivia just to see you guys. You just get frustrated and be like, who oh, the heck? Man. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, next whenever, time, whenever, next time, Zach, I'm running trivia and you get to guess. Uh oh. Revenge. We'll tag team it. <laughs> there we go. What me against Revenge myself? Be, there you go. Well, no, no, we'll, we'll get it. we'll get other people on. We'll make it a whole. We'll thing. have you against Colin Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. A throwdown, if you will. Okay. <laughs> Should be interesting. Yeah, for sure. But this before- just goes to show I need to. Like I actually need to like go back before my time and research things because this is awful. You know, you mean pre twenty ten, Bailey? Well, yeah, pre twenty ten because I didn't get into hockey till around 2010, 2011. That, that, so that's, that's like why, that's yeah. why I said that. That's why yeah, I said so, like I don't have much knowledge from before that time. Lots of history. Lots what of history what, what a perfect squad. time to start watching the Canes the first season of just going to the Dark Ages. The Dark Ages. Goodness. That's just how That's you prove your fandom. <laughs> That's how you prove it. I'm a bigger fan than all of you guys. <laughs> I was I'm, kidding, first... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's, right. a That's a joke. That's a joke. I was in the first preseason game ever for the Hurricanes. Nice. <laughs> This is this is this has been so awesome. This is yeah, why I beg to come on this show with you guys because it's just so much fun. Great environment. Uh, you have fantastic ads. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the yeah, ads are yeah. the ads are amazing. <laughs> oh, they're so fantastic. Let me tell you. But before we all go, Ray, thank you so much for jumping on with us tonight. I know it was a lot later than we thought it was going to be, but oh, it's all good. All good. Um, 
Uh, just a very quick, if you wish to follow me, the only real place you can follow me is on Twitter. I am at X Judge now, actually. Or accent. It's, it's so ugly. Does anyone else like I it looks like when I open it up? Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's I, all right. It's um, really uh, like I open it up or it's on my phone and it just looks it looks like an X rated app. Like it doesn't look <laughs> wholesome. At all, like I'm like I don't. Like, I don't want, the fun, the, the point part I laughed about, the point part I laughed about was the fact that this morning I had the I had X underneath the app, but the app still had the Twitter logo. So I'm like, what what an identity crisis for this? People no, so that happens around to make itself say tweet tweeter, say Twitter. That People found workarounds to change it to look like Twitter for me. Zach is like oh. it said, or it said Twitter underneath like the X thing. Oh, that's oof. Yeah. Uh, and look, you know, when you say it looks really unwholesome right now, let's be honest. Who thought that Twitter was a wholesome place where, I mean, it's a cesspool, right? Whatever. But it's I mean, a communication. It's, it's, a lot than Facebook. it's a lot better than Facebook. I'll uh, say that. Much. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, bad all over, right? That's so we're we, trying to sell counterfeit whalers jerseys at this point. Uh, just saw so as on Facebook. So as we talk about this and as we had Dan on previously and talked about marketing, so marketing is also my passion. So it's really interesting with the logos if you ever go and study it. So it went from blue and white to black and black and white. And you're kind of like, like I said, it gives you a different kind of feel for the app. So typically blue is using corporate logos to create a sense of security while showing loyalty and professionalism. Okay. It's not fully true for Twitter. I think maybe when it started, it was true for Twitter. But it's a lot different than like when companies choose black and white. They typically are trying to make a strong statement of power and value. So it's really yeah. interesting, and it looks very off-putting. If like if you notice, it looks more off-putting than normal. And you're it's not just the little bird that's gone away. It's also like the sense of what the app is. The whole psychology of of rebranding oneself to try to capture a wave or whatever. It is very interesting, but it's kind of comical at the same time I mean, it can be who's doing it yeah exactly <laughs> thank you yeah you can anyway please continue with but your yeah, promo yeah, I, yeah, you, continue. You, Sorry. Can, you can find me at judge wapner 10 on twitter uh, i too enjoy um D D. Sometimes I talk about it there, not all that often, but mostly hurricane stuff. And look, I'm part of, I am the much, much weaker part of a fantastic oh, podcast. Oh, stop it, sir. A stop fantastic it. podcast called Storm Cellar. Uh, Brad is, Brad Moore is the, uh, he's the engine. He's the brains of the operation. Um, I am poor window dressing with uh, advanced, advanced, knowledge and experience with this franchise and we love what we love most at storm cellar and if you haven't heard us or listened to us we want to invite you out there you caniacs you jerks out there we like to focus on you one of the things that we believe and we say all the time is hockey is for everyone if you're a bandwagon jumper understand Everyone is a band bandwagon jumper at one point in their life or, you know, wherever they cheer. So it doesn't matter. We want you to drop us a line. We'd love to talk about you. The great thing about this franchise and this team is their fans. 
and where they come from. They're from all over the world. Brad's in Boston. I'm in Calgary. And we followed this team, you know, for ages. And I've met so many great people, including the three of you in person at the stadium series on the night that we beat the crap out of the team that shall not be named. The reason why I had my Jarvie jersey, the reason why I threw my 2005-2006 Stanley Cup hat onto the ice. I'm telling you, this team and their fans are fantastic. And it's there's a community. And I remember Dan talking about – I. I prefer to call it uh, family. And I know he said that there's negative connotations to there and everyone's got a crazy uncle, but it's really, it's, it's family. I look at, I look at these people who are just love the team so much and they have different stories of how they came to be. We like to share that point the light on them because let's face it. The fans are the loudest in the league. We have the loudest barn blow the roof off of PNC regularly. And we're part of the fuel that drives the players that drives the team. Like it's we, and that's what we like to get at. And we like to hear their stories, who their favorite players are. So drop us a line, hit up Brad at storm seller 97 or myself anytime. Uh, We'd love to have you aboard. And, uh, yeah, this has been an, a true honor to be a part of this program. No, we're definitely glad to have you on for sure. Kat, where do people find you and the network? You can find the network on Twitter at 5 and a Game SN, YouTube at 5GSN, the number 5, and then GSN, and then also on TikTok at 5GameSN. And then you can find me on Twitter X whatever it is, um, at KDNACTRIC, and you also find me on TikTok at uh, KVT Hunter 74. Bailey, where can they find you in the podcast? Hi, how are you doing? doing? <laughs> We're not Hi, hey, yet. how are you? <laughs> um, you can find me over on X at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. You can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, I run things over on the YouTube side. Uh, so if you're watching this, hey, hello, how <laughs> hi, you doing? Hi, hi, are you? <laughs> um, be sure to get dropped. Um, whatever or what where wherever you are seeing this, geez, you missed me up. Um, be sure to hit that big red subscribe button down below, hit that like, leave a comment, let us know how much of this trivia you got on the spot. We're interested to kind of hear about that. Um, any thoughts on anything we kind of talk about today? We'd love to kind of chat and see your thoughts on it. Um, and be sure to hit that big uh, or that uh, bell notification icon down below too. So you never miss an episode when these do get uploaded. Um, just like our uh, YouTube, uh, which is the surge cast, our Twitter or X and Instagram are both the surge cast uh, or at the surge cast. Uh, be sure to head over to the link trees in our bios over there to check out all or anywhere you can listen to this podcast um, as well as places to follow all of us as well. Um, if you're looking for a little more of a personal endeavor of mine, I cover the Colorado Eagles with field pass hockey uh, out here in Loveland, Colorado. 
Um, so if you are interested in following uh, any of my articles or coverage over there, be sure to follow me over on Twitter at FPH Eagles. Uh, we are coming up on the end of our July hiatus. Uh, so lots of cool comment content coming up here soon. So you can find me on X. Where can we find you, Zach? <laughs> Sorry. You can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter or X or wherever you want to call it. Uh, at uh, one true Zach, that's only true Zach. It's spelled out. Uh, it's not the number one itself. Instagram side of things is Zach R Martin twenty two, and of course you can you know get some hockey, get some other sports. And unfortunately for Cat and Bailey, D and D is also on there too. Um. It's not unfortunate. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're proud of your endeavors, Zach. <laughs> We're proud you have other hobbies. Um, if you want to find my articles, uh, just like Bailey, I am on Field Pass Hockey as well. I cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits of the ECHL. They are part of the LA Kings organization. Uh, that's FPH Swamp Rabbits over on Twitter. And make sure to go check out fieldpasshockey.com. Check out all of our amazing articles, podcasts, and everything else that they have over there. But until next week for one second, can I jump in just very quickly while I was uh, pimping our show there, I wanted to make sure if you haven't gotten enough of the, you know, of this podcast and this team, the surge cast, which is amazing. Uh, be on the lookout for an episode that we have coming very, very soon. I've managed to put all of it together and we revisit the joy. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this. Of the stadium series experience. We talked wow. to a lot of folks. We talked to a lot of folks. I have it all mixed and put together and stuff. We're putting the finishing touches on it to put it all out there and reminisce. And you three are a huge part of it. In fact, you were the very first right off the top guests where we had a chance to chat much longer than Kat's friends. Uh, (laughs) I remember that. I promised them. I promised them short and five, ten minutes, and turned into like what twenty minutes, almost half hour. Twenty. It was about twenty minutes. Yeah, because this because this was right after the Hall of Fame game, and I still had to drive back like three and a half hours back to Lexington, South Carolina. We were just waiting to get far. Everyone's wanting to go. yeah, they came, they came in, started cheering in the background. It's all like it's all there, but it was oh fantastic. So watch for it. We'll be putting that out for you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you. I apologize for. Uh, I'm super in excited for that. But it's no, cool. you're fine. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to hear that. I know we've been waiting a while for that, so I'm really excited Indeed. to hear that. All right, well, all right, you heard it here first. Make sure you go check that out when it officially does drop. But for us, you're gonna have to wait until next time probably later this week for episode seven of season three of the search cast. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. I'm Judge Wapner. (laughs) 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 Yes. With our amazing guest, Ray. We will see you here next time. Later skating. Later.